Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Everybody out there listening to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. To the voice, uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. You know, I eventually wanted to syndicate after I was uh, given the opportunity, but the whole thing about a radio show in the beginning uh, was not my idea. My idea simply was I asked God to make me one of the premier stand ups in the country. That's all I wanted from him. I asked him that in 1985. That's, that's all I asked him for. He's done so much more for me since then. He's blessed me with so many more opportunities. He's opened up so many more doors. He's poured out so many more blessings. 
it's hard for me sometimes, really, man, to uh, to even take it all in because I feel like, wow, man, really, me? Thank you. I mean, I'll take them. Now, don't get me wrong, but it can be overwhelming at times. I, I often used to hear my mother say, who was a Sunday school teacher, and I remember these words all the time now, God will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Wow. I, I kept waiting on that day, Mama. Where's that day at? Because I got plenty of room because I'm dirt poor right now. I got room for $1,000. I had room for you know, a, a car. I had all that. Now I understand. W- one of the things, though, that he's done for me that I've asked him for in my lifetime is, is that he has made me matter. Okay, Steve, what do you mean by that? So I used to ask God a long time ago, one of my prayers was to help me matter. That I want to matter to the people that I come in contact with. Look, I just don't want to be a man that they meet or a young guy that they meet. And when they meet me, it, it, don't, it doesn't cause a ripple in the, in the pond. I, w- I want to make ripples in the pond. I want, I want to be that rock that when you throw, you try to count the ripples as it go out. I want to be a 14-ripple rock. I don't know if you know what that means, but when I was a little boy, we used to stand on the bank at ponds and stuff and throw rocks out into the water. We used to either skip them or we'd throw them, and when they would land in the water, they would create these rings that go out. If you threw it high enough and it dropped straight down in that water, the little rings would start forming out like it would create a little waves and these waves just look like circles in the water. And I remember one time I made 14 of them. And that's always stuck with me as a little boy. That was because nobody in my circle could make 14 rings. And they all counted them, so they saw them. So I enjoyed that because I had made a bigger splash, a bigger ring pattern than anybody else. So I've always asked God to make me matter in my own way, make me a big ring pattern. See, because that's important to me. Now, it was important to me, but I didn't understand why I needed that to be the important part of me. Because here is the other part. You know the thing that, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. You've heard the thing, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, those those things like that that you learn along the way. Well, if you matter to people, then guess what? All of those become a real possibility in your life. See, you can't ask for the yin without the yang. You can't ask for it without without the responsibility that comes with it. See, God can't bless you with a lot, and then you think that it ain't going to be a lot required. I have people pulling at me all day, but I have to remember that prayer I made now. I wanted God to help me to matter. Now, this is important, y'all, because, see, if your prayer is to matter, that means that you want to, you want to matter in the circle that you're in. No matter how big the circle you're in, no matter how small the circle you're in, you want to make a difference. You want to have an impact on somebody's life in a positive way. If that's one of your prayers, guess what? God will readily give you that. Because when you do something for the least of these, it's just like you've done it on his behalf or you've done it as him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but... When you do something for the less fortunate, you're doing God's work. 
God going to bless you for doing that. So now here's the deal. So if your prayers to matter is to become an impactful person, then guess what? God going to help you do that because guess what? You're going to do some work on his behalf because you're going to run across somebody that's less fortunate. You're going to run across somebody could, that could use your impact. You're going to run across somebody, man, that ain't quite knowing which way to go. And because you done been down that dirty dog road before, you can say, hey, my man, let me, let me pull your coat to something. You can do this now, but let me tell you what's going to happen. If I were you, I would consider this. That's making an impact. That's like the guy that passed out in L.A. named Lou Danzler out there that had this uh, boys and girls sent out there in the hood. And, man, I can't tell you the people's lives he impacted. I remember when Eric Davis, a bad baseball player, came back and spoke at the group one time, looking at them kids and hugging uh, Lou Danzler and thanking him, man, for changing his life. This guy became one of the superstars in the Major League Baseball. And then just uh, thousands of people in lives that he affected and when he passed, what he did was he left an imprint. He left an imprint that's huge. And that's all I wanted, man. I just said, man, if I could make an imprint, you know what I mean? It's like you walking through life, right? And you making footprints in sand. I want my footprints to be so deep that after I'm gone, people can still tell I had come through there. People has, can still see that I that I. Oh, man, he, hey, man, hey, man, Harv walked over there. Hold up, man, look right here, man. Steve Harvey came through here because I want my footprints to be so deep in the sand that I matter to so many that even after I'm gone, I can still show you the way. That even after I'm gone, I still have an effect on my children, on my sons, so that my sons can look up one day and go, remember all the conversations we had. Man, my daddy used to tell me this. And maybe I can turn one of, turn my sons into men. You understand? Turn my daughters into ladies. You understand? So they ain't got to follow the crowd and get out here. You know, man, you, 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 you got to want to matter, man. You got to want to make a difference. And so at the end of my life, when it's all over and the winds is blowing the sand back in my footprints, I want it to take a while. I want, it, I, I want several sandstorms to have to come through that before my footprints get filled up. That's how much I want to matter. Mattering is important. It's got to be important to you. What's your legacy? What you going to leave behind? What they going to say about you? You know, it's a cold thing. You know, um, when you die, you get a tombstone. This tombstone has your date of birth. Your tombstone has a dash. And your tombstone has the date of your death. You would think, that the most important thing on that plaque, on that tombstone, is your birthday. Or it's the day you left here. But it's not. The most important thing on that tombstone is that dash. What did you do while you were here? It ain't your birthday they're going to celebrate. It ain't the day you die they're going to celebrate. They're going to celebrate that dash. What you did while you was here. It's the smallest thing on that tombstone. But it's the most important thing on that, man. You got to wake up to matter to somebody. You got to make an imprint in the sand. You got to affect some people's lives and you got to do it all in a positive way. So we got to wake up every day thinking about them footprints we laying down, that legacy we creating, that 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 what they going to talk about when we gone moment. What you doing about your dash? My dash is January 17, 1957. That's my date. My dash, I'm working on that right now. Now when I leave here, what I want them to talk about Steve Harvey 
Ain't January 17th, 1957. Ain't the date I leave here. I want him to talk about that dash. Man, when he was on here, this what he did. Man, that was my man. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 21, 21 minutes after the hour. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, oh man, oh man, do I feel good. Let me tell you what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for the White House for making news. I'm grateful for Monique for making news. Mm. My friend, hanging there, Monique. It's going to get rough, but don't nobody know about rough water like me? Hanging there. And the Bible says this too shall pass. This a hard one, though, but this too <laughs> shall pass. <laughs> yeah. And so that's all I wanted to say was thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And anybody else, I don't know what happened to the soldier <laughs> boy and Chris Brown fight, but I wish they'd bring that back. <laughs> and if Mayweather and anything 50 Cent want to start yeah. beefing again, that would help me out too. I'm just looking for anything at this point to offset the memo that I sent out <laughs> to eight people. That's all it was for. Now, everybody reading the damn memo like I'm talking to their ass. Fine. Morning, morning show. <laughs> Morning, morning, morning. You gotta morning. let that go. Yeah. Morning. Let it go, Steve. Let yeah. it go. No, 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 yeah. no, no, yeah, no, no, really. no, no, no. I'm like Monique. See, part of my limit. It would kill me not to see it. <laughs> that I agree with. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna bother keep this bottle up in me and mess around, and have ulcers and high blood and start suffering from depression. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I gets it off me. <laughs> well, how are you otherwise? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Excellent. Yes, sir. Excellent. Yes. Jay, what you do last night, man? Oh, man, I was I watched that Monique thing over and over and over. I couldn't believe it, Steve. It was the most amazing thing. I thought Monique should have brought her career out and say, i like y'all say goodbye to somebody for this joke. <laughs> come on out, career. Would you come out? Uh, career, say goodbye. And then... Now, here's the joke. See, that's what I thought she said. Oh, if, if it were you. Yeah, if it were me. Korea, could you come out real quick? <laughs> Korea, could you come out? And then have Korea walk through the aisle. Outside, you're just walking in, walk through the audience. Just come out. Hey, high-fiving people. Yeah. <laughs> great, loved you. All that. Loved you. Loved you, Korea. All of that. I, I don't know. I, I've... I guess it was just poor judgment on her part. I think she just that. got she caught, just up, caught in the, up in the that. moment yeah. of having fun. Yeah. The yeah. audience was egging her on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, that flew out. I've known her. I've known her a long time. <laughs> to be like that. You she's know? A very, like Steve said, she's always a very pleasant, yeah. nice young lady. But something happens. You know? Were well, you like doing God jokes? You know? Yeah. Something, yeah. something changed. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You will eventually have to recognize who he is and what he is. Yep. And what he do. Every time. And what he do. What he do. He do a lot. It's like real, it's like some stuff that you take for granted that he do. Like you you breathing. You're not doing that that. on your own. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He He could cut that, you know. Oh yeah, just sitting yeah, he up. Want to. <laughs> just sitting yeah. up. You know, all that running your mouth, he can fix that right there. Yeah, stop all that. You know, mess around, look around. What man? What, why is that my left side team? <laughs> it's shutting down. Yep, he created well, us. Hanging there, Monique. We love it's you. It's gonna be a tough one, but uh, uh-huh. same time, thank you. We'll be back. Uh, we got thirty something funny coming up, man. Junior, uh, truth be told, oh. and Pippin gonna stop oh. by. Oh. <laughs> You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, we back. Junior, uh-huh. yeah. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, <laughs> Unc. Uh, morning, everybody. Listen, uh, this is truth be told, and you're right, Unc. Monique has said some things that she probably should not have said about some people that we really love and care about. Mm-hmm. I just think she could have found some other people to talk about that was not as influential. <laughs> like, There's a lot of people that wouldn't care nothing about what she said. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, me, Tommy, and Jay. Why did I say that about that? <laughs> we ain't got a damn been, thing going on. <laughs> we we can care one way or the other. <laughs> I mean, come on, you can't. Oprah? Huh? Lee Daniels? Tyler Perry? Okay, here's somebody else. You could have said something. Just, just, they out here in the news, too. Ooh. Phaedra, everybody jumping on Phaedra. Why didn't you uh, jump on Phaedra? Uh, ooh, she ain't got time to get what you said, yeah. Monique. Yeah, that's Phaedra, serving yeah. her. Yeah. You need some mm-hmm. people who ain't that influential who ain't got time to care. You don't think DMX got enough going on? <laughs> <laughs> DMX what? got a whole lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> I don't want to be no role model. He got a lot happening right now. And then if all else fails, why not OJ? Ain't that a good time, OJ? <laughs> Everybody Always. Always. You mean tell me you ain't thought about talking about OJ? You can't go wrong with OJ. Just a few man. people thought she could have got at that would not have cared. Right. Right. Man. Like this was a good time to bring up Mike Tyson. Is this not a good time? Uh, Mike don't care. He got enough happening already. Yeah. You think yeah. Lil Wayne would have been upset? Yeah. A no. million. Wheezy. Yeah, Wheezy is wheezing now. <laughs> he ain't got time to be focusing Weezy on you. You need some black people that ain't really got time. Charles Barkley. Everybody know Charles don't care. Charles <laughs> probably would have cussed you right back out. It's just, it's just some things you can mm-hmm. you can just look up. You ain't got to be worried about. Like like mm-hmm. like for instance, Naomi Campbell. When she been back in the news, <laughs> she was hitting the hell out of people's cell phones. This is the time to bring that back up. She was laying folks out with cell phones. Just a few suggestions, Monique. Of people, I think. You should talk about that. Really, ain't got time to care. My favorite is Phaedra. Yeah, Phaedra. Yeah, Phaedra. Phaedra. Uh-huh. Phaedra ain't yeah. got time. Phaedra She's fighting nothing. way too many people. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least can't mm-hmm. do nothing. She can't do nothing to you. She's busy. Be sued. But yeah. I want to just send out love to Monique. Man. <laughs> just say Monique hanging that girl. I don't know what the hell going on, but hanging that Perfect girl. timing, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It is, man. Boy, came <laughs> in. You know, won't he do it? <laughs> he won't he do, do it. it. Put oh some legs goodness. on this story. do it. Get, to, get this viral. Yeah. Get it out there. <laughs> That's it, man. People that got time to care. Oh, fix yeah. my, she gonna fix my life. Three names. Yeah. Wait. That's gonna she, make the news a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely will make the news. Oh, what man. you say about fix my life? She can't go on fix my life. That's an open no show. Oh no! Yeah, that's. I see you know that. Don't call over here with that. Don't, <laughs> don't bring that over here. Who is that? You know that's my Yolanda. <laughs> don't bring that spirit over here. Go hug your husband. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Did you see it with Nefertiti though? Oh my God! She went, she went in on her. Nefertiti. Uh, 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 was it? Oh, Keisha Cole's sister. Yeah. You're just a gutter snipe. I missed that episode. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta Google it. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be all right. Don't Monique can be all right. She's fine. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Junior? What's up, Pippin? 
what's going on, baby? Pimping in the building? It's all good. Show <laughs> looking good, man. I show, boy, your voice, man. You got a pimp's voice. I don't know how you done avoided the lifestyle this far. Man, I, I don't know, Pepper, man. I'm just trying. Just as long as you keep coming around, I'm going to learn, man. I'm going to learn. Man, your voice, man, you be one of the greatest pimps of all time. What's up, Tommy? <laughs> What's up, Pimpin'? <laughs> What's up with your player? <laughs> I'm good, on? man. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Shirley? What's up? Hello, Pimpin. It's been a minute. How I'm you doing? doing? Sure has. It ain't got to be a minute no more, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> good <laughs> to see these you. Minutes in the right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm like the phone company. My minutes roll over. <laughs> <laughs> With you. Uh, <laughs> you know what hey, what's up, Chocolate? What's happening, Pimpin? How you what's doing? Up, baby girl, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? Everything in there. I saw you down there with Steve. Y'all was down there. We y'all went on Steve's show. I saw that. I was in yeah, the Yeah, in, in the, the shy. Yeah, yeah it. That was nice and tight. I said, this girl right here trying to let them have it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hit me in the mouth with it. Hey, what's up, the new dude, J. Anthony Brown? What's up, Pimp? What up, Pimpin'? How you doing, man? Nothing, what's man. Going I'm on? just up in. I'm tasty, man. This is what yeah. I am. Tasty. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's going on, y'all? I ain't been here in a while. I just said I'd come here and holler at the new dude, J. Anthony Brown. Yeah, you know, I like yeah. that. I like the dude right there, J. Anthony Brown. Yeah, I like that right there. You might have shop, man. 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 You might have shop, dude. I stay hey. sharp, pimp. That ain't All the time. <laughs> <laughs> if I ain't yeah, nothing else, I won't be sharp. You yeah, know you that. Are, you are very clever. You, you, you ain't got to repeat that. No, That's man. a given. Man. I'm like Pimpin. any given Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You been watching the playoffs, Pimpin? I'm Easter. Yeah, man. I've been watching the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> who you got, Pimpin? Who you I, got, I'm man. Cleveland. Come on. Now. Yeah. Wrong. All the way. Yeah. We know who I ain't. <laughs> Heard y'all in here. Y'all was pulling oh. for the bearded boy down there in Houston. He was hooping, yeah. but you know, it's over. Yeah, it is. It's over, man. We were cheering for it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, them yeah. Cavaliers, man, they got them. Kareem Irving and Brian. Oh, Kareem Irving. And then they got that white boy. Mm-hmm. You yeah, don't know their name. Man. Yeah, man, they look good, man. They <laughs> do. you just the white boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, David Lloyd. Well, that way you know who I'm talking to. Kevin Love. Right. <laughs> now, you say Kevin. That who? That Kevin Durant. Who you talking about, <laughs> Kevin? Kevin Jackson, who you talking about? Kevin, you talking about Erlino's boy, Kevin? Yes. You say Kevin. You throw everybody off. You say love. You got Wonder Love, Stevie Love, you know, Jackie Uh Love, Raymond, you know, they got all that. You say white boy, everybody know. (laughs) Who you talking about? Yeah. That's like when Boston played, you say, man, that white boy, then you that Larry Bird, man. Keep it strong. 30 seconds. Damn. <laughs> yeah, we got to run, man. Come we got to run, front, man. Did this cat just say in my head, said 30 seconds? Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't well, you say came to chop it up in 30 speak. seconds. Yeah. I can wind it down. <laughs> I can't. That's 10 seconds. Damn. <laughs> Let me get run on that, out of here. I feel like I'm being arrested. <laughs> run that prank back coming oh, up man. with the nephew. Damn. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got a lot going on. But right now, we about to do something. Tommy, what you going to do, man? We got surrogate mother, Uncle Steve. Surrogate mother. Uh-oh. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, um, Roger, can I, can I speak to Roger? Yeah, it's Roger. 
Hey, uh, this Calvin, man. How you doing? I go to the same church y'all go to. Okay. I, I got your number from one of the guys at the church, man. They, they told me that if I wanted to talk to you, I could, I could reach out to you or whatever. I, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How can I help you? Your, your wife, man, does she, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but she seems to be real fit. Does she, does she work out all the time? Yeah, she go to the gym every once in a while, bro. Yeah. Who, who, who is this, bro? Like I said, my name's Calvin, man. We go to the same church. Listen, me and my wife have been trying for a long time, man, to actually have some kids. And okay. to be honest with you, Roderick, man, it it just ain't happening, dog. I mean, we've been trying and trying. But what I'm trying to do now is just find another type of way to make this happen. Now, you say your wife is, is, is in good condition, right? My wife is in good condition, brother. What? What does she got to do with you and your wife trying to have a baby? She, you know, now y'all already got kids, don't you? Y'all got like, from what the brother at the church told me, y'all got three kids, right? Yeah, we got three. I got two boys and a girl. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to do, man. I was hoping that I could find somebody, a female, that would be a good surrogate mother. A what? You, you know, what I'm saying is like, because my wife, I mean, you know, we want to have kids, man. We want to have oh, a family. Oh, oh, hold on, brother. You just said you try, you're looking for a surrogate mother, and the brother church told you to call me? Well, no, no, no. Ain't nobody tell me to actually call you. I, I asked them about you and your wife. You know, I asked them for your phone number so I could actually call you myself, man. Wait a minute. So you've been, you've been eyeing my wife? No, 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 no. Not, I ain't been. I, see, you're looking at it wrong. Listen. What I was saying is that your, your wife just seems like a healthy, healthy person. I want to be able to have a healthy child, man. I really do, man. That, me and my wife, we... we Listen, you called me about my wife, and you want her to be a surrogate mother for you. I don't even know why we're on the phone, brother. Here's the real deal, man. Me and my wife, we can't have kids. We've tried and tried and tried. And, you know, biologically, we've just been going through it and going through it, man. And I was just, you know... I've seen your wife. She's healthy. I see y'all at church all the time. And I was just, like, reaching out, man. Maybe somebody wouldn't mind being the surrogate mother for, for, for me and my what? wife so we can have a child. I think you're a surrogate mother. I, I, uh, I mean, Hold on, brother. You calling me to see if my wife can be a surrogate mother to your child? Dog, and I, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. I think you hey. lost your mind, brother. <sighs> Out of all the members in the church, you calling me to get my wife to have your baby? No, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. It I know it sounds crazy. But I'm right just... ignorant, brother. I'm sorry? You sound ignorant. Man, there's so many places to go adopt a baby. I can take you down to the county courthouse and show you kids need to adopt right now. But you can go to Africa like 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 all the rest of them people and go find you a baby. You're going to call me and my wife? There's 20,000 members in this church. Do you know how stupid you sound, brother? No, no, br brother, brother. I, and, man, listen, man. I'm not trying to come across like that, man. Well, how are you trying to come across, brother? You done done it. Just hear me out, man. I don't want you to... Man, go, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, man. Okay. We looking for a surrogate mother. We look. We we seen your your wife, and we thought she'd be a great surrogate mother. And I know it sounds crazy for me to pick you out of all the people that go to the church. I understand that, man. I mm -hmm. do. But listen, we would love for your wife to be the surrogate mother, and we willing to pay for this. Man, this ain't about. But listen to me. If you don't mind, we don't want to do this with no test tubes and all that. Where they they mix my seed with her with with, with her egg. We want to do this naturally. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to repeat what the 
like you just said, man. You, know, you, you, you got to understand a real man want to do want to do and it you, realistically. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. You, I brother, brother, hold on, hold on, brother. You, are you telling me that you want to have sex with my wife? But I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you, you, you want to have me a, lose all my Christianity right now, brother. You want to have a baby the real way, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn having the fake way. You tell me you want to lay down in a bed with my wife? But dog, you already got three kids. Think about the people that can't oh, have them. Go adopt the baby, man. Take your down and go adopt the damn baby. Cause you didn't go see a damn psychiatrist. Bro, Bro well, I don't want to have your baby. Do you know what you sound like? Dog crazy? I, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. How did you get my number, man? Listen How to me. did you get my number? I got your number from one of the brothers at the church. Now, listen, I'm going to just be real with you like a man. I wanted to come at you first and talk to you like a man and see, you know, if you was cool with the proposition. But look, come Sunday, I'm going to go to your wife and just talk to her. What? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna talk to your wife and see if you lost your mind. I told you to answer no. And now you tell me you're gonna go around me and I. What you ain't gonna do is talk to my wife. You yeah, call I'm my telling wife. you right I'm now. I'm talking to your wife. You call my wife. Okay? I'm gonna tell you what's really gonna happen. I'm you call my to wife. Your wife next Sunday. I'm not gonna sit and go through this with and you back and I'm talking to her next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm gonna whoop your. You ain't gonna do nothing to me. I'm gonna whoop your. Me and my wife, we deserve a child too. You ain't. You ain't gonna stand in the middle of this. I'm. I'm in the middle of this. You lost your mind. You talk to my wife next week. You want to? I got one more thing I want to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say what the you gotta say so you can get off my phone. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. What? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> This is this listen. Man, who this is, is this man? This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. Man, I'm, I'm over here, man. My head is spinning. <laughs> you alright, man? Got me calling, brother. I'm I'm ready to fight, brother. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, big dog. What, what, what is up, man? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest. <laughs> Radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey morning show, man. Y'all got me this morning, man. Y'all got me, man. Huh? What's the matter with everybody? Why is everybody upset? Y'all right. ain't never had a, seg- a segregated mama? Segregated. You ain't never had one? No, man. <laughs> June 30th is going down. It is Megafest. It's happening at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center in Dallas, Texas. It's Megafest, the comedy show, A Time to Laugh, hosted by yours truly, the nephew and the one and only, Cedric the Entertainer, will be your headliner. Tickets on sale right now. Get it while the getting is good. Megafest. We working for TDJ. Yes, sir. Ain't it good? Ain't God good? Won't he do it? Get ready, get ready, get ready. Who? Eugene. I haven't asked the bishop if Eugene mm. can show up yet. Uh, I, yeah, that's that's still up in the air. Mm. Yeah. What oh. you think? How should I yeah, go about it? I think you should do it. Yeah. Ask him. Ask him. Yeah. Ask him. Oh, you, you I think, think you should, should just ask. do it? Yeah. And don't ask him. Well, ask Jay, him. he asked you to write a set for him for that, but then he's, y'all fell out. So well, he's you, he's not speaking to me. He's upset with me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because yeah. you kind of misled him, thinking he I, was the best. 
fucking It would just Tommy's kill play. me not to tell the truth about that play. <laughs> you and Monique. <laughs> you and Monique just got to keep uh-huh. it real. <laughs> I just got to keep it real. I think you should go out there and be the uh, in the running for the choir director of the year. And then he can ask his career to come out there and kiss it goodbye. <laughs> Come on out here. Shut up, Jimmy. Crazy. I got to take up with you. Shut up, Well, we'll see, huh? Yeah. Okay, Miss Ann is coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Miss Ann is coming up next with our national headlines and news. A judge in England has ruled that a 61-year-old billionaire who made his fortune as an oil and gas trader. I don't think you're going to like this story, Steve. But anyway, I'm going to just tell you. He's an oil and gas trader. He has to give his wife $583 million as a divorce payout. What? Ooh, that hurt me. He's 61. She's 44. Yeah, it's the largest (laughs) award Ever given in a divorce case in the history of England. How much? Now, that's when you can say, I'm sorry. That's when you can say what Monique said right after that. You can say it. (laughs) Hey, he's he's a billionaire. He's got it. He has to give her $583 million. That's the divorce payout. Um, But come on. She's raised two sons they had together. Um, that's $271.5 million per son. Mm. The sons, of course, are now grown. They were married for 20 years. And that's yeah. about $30 million per year. I would give it to them. If I had that much money, I'd give it to them. But it'd be a nickels. She'd have to roll them all. <laughs> Her ass would have to sit down there and roll all them damn nickels up. Cause that's fine. Now, yeah, it's, it's in nickels. Okay, that's, how that's about fine. that? That's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> $583 million. Okay, 20 years, 20 years. I don't know if she sons. deserved that, though, Shirley. I don't know. Well, you know, yeah, you're right. You you, you don't did. know, but uh, the courts thought so. Yeah. yeah. You know, you ladies always she, say she deserved it. She, what make y'all think she deserved that The judge that much said money? she did. She was yeah. right there raising his kids the entire she, time. She deserves half. There you go. Yes. She's y'all raising y'all kids. Y'all enough. ain't raising for $583 million. What what does what, what, what is the what does the number have to, have to do, do with it? Yeah. Exactly. Why can't she get why can't she get half? <laughs> why can't she get half? When you give it a check, can you go here? Can you say something? Right? <laughs> here you go. You're fine. Fine. What you want fine. To say? Just you give me the check. check. No, there's gotta be something. Here's the check. You know, and she's only forty-four. She's still language. young enough. It's, it's got to yeah. be some strong words. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know, judge. Can I say this? I'm gonna write the check, but uh-huh. can I say this? And when Whatever. you say it, and she takes the check, you can get that back. Okay, okay. Whatever. Just say it back. I got some things I need to get off my chest first, judge. I love it. I love it. I love it. Me too. Five hundred and eighty. And I got some million. words for the judge. Yeah. Yeah, I got some words for the judge. <laughs> I think this is totally fair. Wow, a that's a lot of money. Me yeah, too. I don't sure. have a problem I with it totally at all. Agree. Women at never all. have a problem with it. You ever notice that, Tommy? They no, never they never do. Yeah. Well, she put in two. her time. She put in her work. Yeah, whatever. 20 years of marriage, two sons, okay? Well, I can tell you right Job now. Job well done. I can tell you right now, my daddy would have discounted me. <laughs> 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 He'd have found all kinds of reasons not to pay $271 million for me. 
Yeah, mm. my son. <laughs> Start with that, Jay. <laughs> He's not my son. Yeah, we don't yeah, want a DNA, t- DNA <laughs> test. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, a lot boy. of money, man. But to give it though, you gotta have it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta have that much money. Yeah. He's a billionaire. So there. Even if you got it, that that stings a little bit. Well, sure. Yeah, it sure does. And I, and I want it to. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah. I want it to sting well, a lot. He's more than just a billionaire because if in London they give you that much money. See, London is, all, is an over 50% tax. Mm-hmm. London's taxes is higher than you. Higher than ours? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Queen over that cracking egg. Need to move to London. You know, <laughs> only one knows. We don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here she is, the lovely, the talented Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning out there. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, let's start right away. The White House is denying it. But according to the Washington Post, President Trump may have disclosed classified information to Russian officials during their visit to the White House last week. Now, the Washington Post quotes current as well as former U.S. officials as saying Trump told the Russian foreign minister and the Russian ambassador the details of an ISIS plot to use laptops to bring down planes. And uh, the information was gotten from a secret partner. Uh, the Post says that the president at one point started bragging to the Russians about all the intel he gets. Now, again, the White House is denying it. Uh, the National Security Advisor, H.R. McMaster, says, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Uh, the writer of the article, Post, says that he is standing by his story. Uh, we do need, as a point of information, to know that President Trump does. The president does have the right to release classified information if he wishes to. The problem is if we have a secret partner abroad, uh, a lot of legislators are worried that other countries and nations won't reveal information to us if they feel that the president will just slip it out in conversation uh, during a brag point. Uh, president Trump addressed the, national, uh, the annual National Peace Office and Memorial Service yesterday. It was outside the U.S. Capitol. Words cannot express the depths of our gratitude, but I hope that our actions will show you how deeply we care and how strongly we feel about protecting those who protect us. The president is pledging tougher action against those who perpetrate violence against members of law enforcement. This one's horrible to imagine. Authorities in Beaumont, Texas, say an employee of a Jefferson County morgue was accidentally cremated by one of his co-workers. They say 48-year-old Henry Paul Johnson took a nap on a stretcher after working 16 hours straight. And while he was sleeping, another employee, new on the job, mistook him for a corpse and forgot to check for a toe tag and put him in the crematory. A co-worker heard Johnson scream for about 15 seconds, and that was it. They may have uh, criminal charges against this guy, the new guy, anyway. Uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, over the weekend, white racists rallied around the statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee on Saturday that's scheduled for removal from Lee Park. Sunday, there was a counter-rally against the white nationalist called a vigil against hate. A court has issued an injunction barring the removal of the statue at least for six months. And finally, it's number 14. That's right, Antonio Cromartie of the Indianapolis Colts about to become a papa again. It's the cornerback's sixth child with current wife, Tarika, the 14th child in total. This will be Cromartie's third child after having a vasectomy. Yeah, maybe it's the water. Oh, we'll be back with Eugene the Butterfly 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the You're Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the most uh, decorated segment and well-weighted, anticipated, truncated, and evaluated segment we have. The Wonder Boy himself, I call him Little Dog, Eugene. 
Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr., J. Anthony Brown. Good morning to everyone on this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Listen, today is LD. Tattoo Tuesday. It's Tattoo Tuesday. Today is the day to get ready for the summer. Get your tattoo on. I am going out and getting a butterfly over my um, back shoulder blade. It's going to be a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> anyway, you have to get something that is going to be, you know... Um, very dear to your heart. So, you know, going down the line, here we go. Carla, you don't have a tattoo, not that I know no. of anyway. But okay. if you did, what would be dear to your heart to put on on you? My mother's name. There you go. Very, yeah. very good. Shirley Strawberry, would it be a strawberry or am I um, overthinking this? Sure, why not? I'm not a tattoo person, but sure, why not? A mm-hmm. strawberry. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to um, sick and die. Okay, we're going to go with um, sick first. Junior? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Junior, what would you get? Uh, I don't know. My sickly ass probably get a hospital bed or something like that. Nice. (laughs) See? (laughs) All right. James Anthony Brown. Rest in peace, Junior. That's what I'm going to put on, man. (laughs) R.I.P. Junior? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> and last but not least, our leader, Mr. Yes. Steve Harvey, what would you get? I get a butterfly trapped in a net. <laughs> That's not cute. That is not cute. Butterflies are not to be trapped. That's not cute, Steve. You know when he got a real sick look on his face. You know, like he been what would... in that net for a while. It looks like he on his last breath. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to be getting my tattoo as of today, my butterfly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be some blues and some reds and some yellows. Purple, if they can make that color um, show up on my skin, I would really love to get some purple. It's going to be, it's, it, it, has to, it has to be loud. You ought to get it in Tommy's favorite colors. Just get it in red and white. I don't want no doggone red and white. I want purples, blues, yellows, pinks. I don't know what... Why would I get a red and white butterfly? That's that's not a good red. That's not a good color to look as a butterfly. You're stuttering. Yeah. I get flustered sometimes, Charlie. I'm just trying to tell you to do something different. Mm. To be a Kappa butterfly. What? Well, you should <laughs> oh, get an Omega okay. butterfly so, on you. Well, oh, okay. I'm in. You should get an so Omega butterfly on you. Huh? Riff, riff. <sighs> oh, my God. And we could just fly our butterflies together. What's wrong? You scared? River, river. Dogs eat butterflies. Who let them dogs out? River, river. You know what? I think I'm a pledge. Uh, I wish you would. I'm going to put my gold boots on with you, Steve. We're going to hop. I tell you what. Uh, I, I, uh, wish, uh, I uh, wish you would, play. I tell you what. It'll be back, though. Hazen coming right back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm turning my card and everything. I don't even want to be financial no more. Here, here go my car side, brothers. We got to do this. Yeah, he getting turned back. This You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, let's get it on. Let's get let's get it on. Ah, babe. Let's get it on. Come on, Junior. All right, Unc. Well, here it is. This ain't is, no way. This is ain't no way. Ain't no way. These are some news stories I done found. They may be true. They may not. But you know it's gonna sound like it anyway. Okay. Mm. These ain't this ain't Miss Ann stories. These are just these are just a bunch of crazy stories. Now check this one out. 
pastor eaten by crocodiles while trying to walk on water like Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no way. I'm trying to You can't do everything the Lord do. He ain't tell you to go out there and try to walk on no water. I'll tell you what, though, nah. This is true, though. I told you. <laughs> I told you it was a true story. Yeah, he did. He tried to walk on water, and it didn't go well. All right. SeaWorld uh, Dolphin is pregnant despite being on birth control. Oh, wow. <laughs> ain't no way work. to stop. Doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work for them, She huh? pregnant. She came back in the room. She pregnant. What? <laughs> well, it is true, huh? You, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole, true. Whole upset. Because, you know, they got work the rights. You know, you can't work when you're pregnant. So, she's not going to be performing. What? People nervous. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. Yeah, I know. It, it messed me up too, sure. You can't work when you're pregnant. Mm, the dolphin can't. Man, the women dolphin working. Can. Women, human beings. That's not a kill about them animal ass people. Women work right on up to childbirth and go right back. Ain't nobody said a damn thing about that. Yeah. Yeah, dolphin go. Now we got to save this damn dolphin. <laughs> you put it on birth control, you out there in the water just splashing around anyway with a with little fast tail. Hey. <laughs> And do have to jump in the air and all that stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. the, the, we don't go right back. Steve. Yeah. It's a little time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this would trip me out. 48 cars crash into the same house during the last 12 months. In a way. Well, it is way in yeah. China. It's a house that had been hit 48 times oh. by a car. Oh. If this ain't oh. a sign, you need to move. Like, what was you yeah. doing on six, on yeah. number six? Yeah. How yeah. you let it get to 48? Wow. Right. You must be in the middle of the freeway. No, they they tearing your house up every day. (laughs) 48 times. Now, here's one right here. Morgue employee cremated by mistake while taking a nap. Wait, what, Junior? (laughs) Say it again, Junior. I missed that. That's a good one. (laughs) Say what? That's false. That didn't really happen. But, boy, you would like to, though. (laughs) Say it again, Junior. We missed it. (laughs) Okay, it's a morgue employee cremated. By mistake while taking a nap. Oh. <laughs> I can see true. how that that's could be true. true. It, it, it could sound be true, but it wasn't. But if you do Good. work in the morgue, wouldn't that table be the last place you want to sleep? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. That's ain't no way right there. Uh, no, ain't no way. It, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. No, it did. That's uh-uh. false. That's false story. <laughs> that is. Ain't no way, baby. Ain't no way. All right. Wow. Okay. To be loved. I like the house in the middle of yeah. Hey, man. Hit 48 times. That Pat tried to walk on water did it for me. Yeah. All right, Shirley, what you got? All right, here's a new study, guys, that found that men, that's you guys, mm-hmm. who date uh, or marry larger women, larger size, Big thicker women, women mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. you guys are happier than men who, who yes. marry very skinny yes. women, they yes. say. And they say mm. 10 times happier. Yes, I believe 10. that. 10. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of stuff thin women won't do. It just won't do it. According to researchers at the National Autonomous University of Mexico, men who have chubbier girlfriends or wives tend to smile more and handle their problems better. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, they develop a better vocabulary and they communicate better. Hmm. On the other hand, men with skinny girlfriends... Yeah. Men with skinny girlfriends tend to be more reserved. They tend to be less friendly and less expressive emotionally. Guys, bigger women... 
have better survival habits and skills than their skinnier counterparts. Yeah. Definitely they, believe they that. They will fight. They yeah, will fight. Definitely. Definitely. Well, they fight. can survive. Like, if they're on naked and afraid, they're going to last a lot longer. Because <laughs> <laughs> just the reserves alone will <laughs> keep them out there at least 10 Somebody's eating off of itself. Have yeah. any larger women ever been on naked and afraid? <laughs> yeah. That's a whole new show. I like that. I yeah. like that. <laughs> Big and naked and afraid. <laughs> Or, or, or you can this mother. You can call it naked and don't know it. Oh my gosh! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, about four minutes after the hour, right after the song, uh, we got today's strawberry letter. But up next, food. What you got? You've been driving my car. You've been driving my car. Here we go. I don't think I heard this before. Well, yeah, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. No, you haven't, sir. Mm-hmm. All right now. Hello? I'm trying to reach Curtis, please. Yeah, this is Curtis. Hey, you the one who worked at the hotel and you do ballet parking? Yeah, yeah, I work at the Okay, let me tell you something. You the one that parked my 750 BMW. You done took the change out of my car, the, the loose change I had in there, and you also done put 100 miles on there, and I know you the one did it because you the one I tipped. I tipped you. You parked it, and then when I came back, you the one brought my car back, and I tipped you. I know you the one put them damn miles on my car, Hold on, man. man. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Who is this? My name is Jason, man. Jason Jason, how did you get my number? I got your number from the hotel manager. I told him I needed to talk to Curtis, who do the ballet park, and they gave me your number. You the one put these miles, man. You put 100 miles hold on, on my car. Hey, hold on, I ain't put no miles on your car, man. That's all I do is uh, just get the cars and park them. That's it. I, I, and I ain't, I ain't taking no change from nobody's car either. You the one took my chain. I had I had T.D. Jakes in there, in, 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 the, in the CD player. When I got in there, it was a, a biggest smiles or somebody in there. You the one was in my car, man. Man, I don't even know how to work that radio in there. Man, look, you went, I, I probably parked your car because I parked a whole lot of cars. But I, I just, we, if you can, can you, maybe somebody else probably took your car and drove it around, but I don't know. We can, we how can many more Curtis work at the hotel and do valet parking? How many yeah, more Curtis? Yeah, I work at the and do valet parking, but that's all I do is park the cars. I don't take nobody's car and drive it around the town. I steal nothing from their car. I ain't no thief, man. Hey, man, let me tell you something, man. I know you the one put these miles on here. You hear me? I know you was the one, man. Oh, no. Put no, on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Look, 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 man. I'm on probation right now, right? So, I mean, I ain't got no time to be spilling nothing out about nobody's cars. I'm just, I'm just part-time job, man. Just parking cars. I'm trying to take care of me and my little girl. That's it. I'm telling you, if, if somebody did take your car and drive it around and steal something from your car, we can, we can figure it out. You know what I'm talking about? If you just bring the car and you just come and we can talk to the managers and figure it out. But I promise you, I promise you it wasn't me, man. Hey, I man. promise you. If you should just slow down and look at it, you know, we'll find out what happened with your car. You the one did it, man. You the one put the 100 miles on my car. You had that red vest on. You had that name tag said Curtis. You pulled off in it and you pulled back up in it. You the only one drove it. You was the one. Hey, man, hey, lower your voice a little bit, man. Hold on, I can, I can hear you. No, I know you can hear me. You're going to hear me when I get in your so You're going to hear me when I do that. What the you me? I said you're going to hear me when I get in your because you put that 100 miles on it. I'm going to come up to that damn Hey, man, I told you I was putting 100 miles in your car, right? I'm just, hey, man, you know what? I just steal nothing from your car. I ain't putting 100 miles in your car, right? I told you I'm on 
probation right now. Now that's all I do. I go to work, I park these cars, and I come home and take care of me and my girl. All right? I ain't putting no hundred miles on your car, man. I ain't take your car. That's all I did was drove your car and parked it, man. That's it. No, no, that ain't what you did. You threw a loose change out of there, and you also put a hundred miles. It was like a hundred and four miles extra on that car when I got back in it. Let me tell you something, man. I'm gonna come up. With, when do you work again? When do you I'll work? Tomorrow. I work tomorrow night. What time do your get there? I'll be there at 6 o'clock. Okay, then. I'm coming up there at 5.45. And guess what, Mr. Curtis? I'm going to deal with your little by myself. Man, no. Come bring your up to that job. That job is you, dog. Bring your up to the job. What, what kind of car you say you had again? I said I got a black 750 BMW. I'm coming up there. When I get out of it, have your ready. Here, Curtis, have your Ready. Already, already. No, I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna have my little verse on for you too. It's gonna say, Curtis, just bring your black up there because you sound like you're black. Yeah, I'm black. I'm black. My car black, and I'm finna get in your black tomorrow. Bring your up tell you stop with me, dog. Today, today, right? I'm telling you, I'm trying to shit out my right on paper. But that paper, this job, I'm telling you, bring your up there if you want to, dog. I'm telling you, it wasn't me, but I mean, you wanna take it down, man. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Curtis. You listening to me? What? Is you listening? Yeah. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy TC who do valet parking with you. <laughs> what what'd you say? <laughs> hey, Curtis. Your homeboy that you do, is it another guy worked there named TC that do valet parking? Yeah. Hey, man, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, he got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man, I'm going to get that down. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Man, my heart was beat, man. My heart was beating so fast. I thought I was about to go back down. Oh, Lord. Oh, you knew you, oh, you you was going back, Curtis? Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, man, it was about to be over. It was about to be over. It was, I, the first person I saw got out of <laughs> it was about to get it. It was about to get it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Curtis, you got to be strong, man. You going to be strong? For sure, for sure. Be, be strong, strong, man. Don't let nobody strong. push your buttons and have you going strong. back, man. Just be strong. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm almost right. off. You know, I'm going to keep it straight, man, you know. All right, man. Stay strong. You got to take care of this little girl, boy. You can't go back in there. Oh, uh, really? All right. I got one more thing I got to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, that's Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to know was it a home run? <laughs> That's what we do. If I'm thinking as stupid really... as on course, that's all I the need. The words you used to describe them when you yeah. ask us, I mean, I mean, it was a home run in stupidity, and you getting your butt beat down. Yes, it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just need to make sure stupid is on course. That's all you make I want. Me nervous. Why you make me nervous? All right. Wait till I call your husband. Then you're going to be nervous. <laughs> Mega Fest, June 30th. Don't miss it. A time to laugh. Dallas, Texas at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center is going down June 30th. Hosted by yours truly and the one and only headliner, Cedric the Entertainer. Tickets on sale right now. Come hang out with us. Mega Fest, clean comedy all night long. Is that going to be rough yeah. for you? I know it would nope. be for Jay. Oh, we're not cursing? Oh, uh-huh. no, no, yeah. no way I'd be in there. not going to be rough at all. So, so do you have to practice not? You know your your show? You have to practice? No, I got to practice. No. 
Yeah, because oh, okay. I have parents. I don't oh, you have to practice not cursing? Yeah, I got I'm I'm gonna make sure I don't make no mistakes. I don't know how the hell y'all do it. <laughs> what? Not curse. I don't know how y'all. You, you can't even talk you. right here. No, I can't even talk right now without cussing. Cuss me out last week, didn't you? <laughs> can't, can't do it. Steve's done it before. Yeah, Steve uh-huh. can do it, yeah. I don't know how Steve can. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Churches well, know not to call me. Had a severe headache for four days. <laughs> <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. Man, my, head, my mind had locked up. Man. Church, I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> really, Steve? You <laughs> <laughs> really go to the hospital. <laughs> What's wrong? Wow. Not cussing. I can't do it. Yeah. Too church, I can do the one, the one that sells chicken. I can do that one. I can not no real church. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, man. Uh-uh. If the money was right, Jay, you couldn't pull it off. No, no way in hell could I go in there. It would be first of all, it would be the slowest show. <laughs> How would you be talking? Good evening, everybody. So how you doing? Where you from? So the other day. Why are you talking so slow? You concentrate. A funny thing happened to me on the way to the show. Let me tell you about it. You got room for one joke right there. I couldn't even tell a joke. So these two cowboys (laughs) walked into a bar. Mm -hmm. Uh And the bartender said. (laughs) Good day. Okay. I'm asleep. I'm in the bed. Uh, People are walking out, Jay. What'd you say, Steve? I'm at the manager's office trying to get my money back. <laughs> right, at that point. No, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do Well, at least you know. Nah. If you come outside, I'll tell you the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't it. do it. I couldn't do it. No way. Congratulations, Tommy. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> That's a blessing. Strawberry letter coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the strawberry letter is coming up. Before we get to it, though, uh, (laughs) this is a crazy story right here. This entire school year, uh, 17-year-old Brad Howard, we don't know him, but this guy has been causing trouble in his physics class, okay? He's been talking out of turn. He's been interrupting the teacher just in class, just acting up. Mm -hmm. All right, so he was warned repeatedly, I mean repeatedly, all right, Brad, about his behavior, but he wasn't able to get his act together no matter how much they warned him, no matter what, okay? So as his punishment, I love this, his dad showed up at school and sat with him for an entire class to keep him in line. It was, of course, very embarrassing for Brad. Uh, And the dad hopes it was embarrassing enough to keep Brad on the straight and narrow, at least through the end of the school year, so the dad doesn't have to go through uh, with the school visit again. That was the worst thing growing up. If if your mom or dad had to call my mama house and told him that. I got home. It wouldn't have been a warning. It would have been a warming. We'd have had a house warming party. I'm telling you, man. House what warming. would you have been it warming? It would have been so hot in there for me. Mm. Yes. <sighs> the pressure. Man, my mama came up to that school, man. Uh-huh. I remember. 
<laughs> you were embarrassed. She had a friend. You were ashamed, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, she came in the room. I held my head down. That ain't my mom. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm here, to, go I'm here to discuss Broderick. Ooh. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Broderick. Uh-huh. Ooh. 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 And just, what, what were you doing, Steve? What have you been what have you been doing in class? Playing in the back. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I just the thought of Annalie Brown catching the bus to the school uh-huh. to deal with me. Mm, just seeing her get off the bus and mm. to walk to the school. Because uh-huh. we didn't have a car, so she had to catch yeah. two buses to come to the school. Woo! Woo. Just <laughs> Wow. Just thinking about that. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. If they had to take off work <laughs> yeah. and come to school. Right. Yes. Because it's always her good job, oh, you know. Oh, yes. I had to take, yeah. take off my good job to come out with some foolishness. Yeah, I was always <laughs> in trouble for talking. <laughs> talking too much. Well, I had I had two shows, sir. I had a show in the morning uh-huh. in homeroom. I gave a good show. <laughs> <laughs> so you was booked. Yeah, was yeah booked. I was booked. And then right after lunch, I gave another show. Yeah. So it was two shows. I had two shows a day, five you days were a week. Yeah. Yeah. I was in. People had to be entertained. Yeah. <laughs> that was your show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. This is a long one too. Subject: Please, please, please read my letter. I am. <laughs> I'm writing you a letter all the way you, up. Sure. I'm sorry. There's some people at this job just to got tripping. All right, here we go. I am writing you a letter all the way from sunny South Africa. Wow. Obviously, the radio station will not be correct then. Uh, Steve, after 25 years, I have finally met the man of my dreams, and he is going to ask me to marry him. He's been honest with me since we started dating and told me that he has been married before and has a three-year-old daughter with his ex-wife. He is 32, by the way. As soon as he told me this, at first I was shocked, cried a bit. Then I turned around and told him that I will stand by his side no matter what, and we can deal with this together. He also got very hurt through all of this, and that's when I decided I'm not here to make his life any harder. I want to make it better. My problem is that whenever I think about my wedding day, I keep thinking he's been through this before, and I want it to be as special to him as it will be to me. He tells me every day how much he loves me, he wants to provide for me, he wants to protect me, and he has assured me Uh, that there is absolutely no comparison between me and his ex. His family never liked her. They never approved of her. And they absolutely love me. Am I paranoid? I asked him that if there is anything in his house left of hers, even if it is just a candle that she bought, he must please get rid of it. He went and did it the same day. Our love is so strong for each other, and I don't want to ruin it with my paranoia. I just need to know that I am number one in his life, even though he has told me this a million times. Kind regards, Madeline. P.S. Loved your book. Act like a lady. Think like a man. <laughs> okay, Madeline. Yes, you're acting paranoid. You're tripping. And what are you tripping for? I mean, you have the man of your dreams, so you say. Those are your words, not mine. This all happened before you. It's in the past. And there is nothing you or anyone else can do about the past. All right? You, um, 
really are creating some problems before you're you're even married to this man, and that is the problem right there. So what he was married before and has a child. He's 32. He's lived a little, experienced some things in life. It didn't work out for him the first time, so he found you, fell deeply, madly in love, what, love with you. He wants you as his wife. He's been honest with you from the start. You need to let this go. You are tripping. Please don't bring these problems into your marriage, or you will have some issues on your hands. <sighs> go ahead, Steve. Yeah, yeah, you are tripping. That's all you're doing. You don't even have a problem here. Nothing. The man ain't even asked you to marry him. <laughs> then you, he's being honest with you. He tells you that he's been married. He has a three-year-old. You break down crying. <laughs> the hell wrong with you? <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you. This can't be your reaction every time he come in the house with some news. <laughs> Nah, it ain't like y- y'all just been dating and he go ask you, but a while back he told you he was married and had a child. That's just honesty, common yeah. sense honesty. This thing threw you into something. Then what? you decided after that, after you cried and everything and was shocked and you turned around and told him that you're going to stand by his side no matter what and we can deal with this together. <laughs> he was already dealing with it. <laughs> yes. Now here, your crazy ass and came in here with it. Like, like you, oh, it's going to be all right now, baby. Baby, we can get through it now. <laughs> Jesus, help us. This is the most traumatic thing I've ever heard ever. in a new couple's life. You have a former wife and a child. Oh, Lord Jesus. <sighs> Man, this dude ever cheat on you. I can't even tell you what this going to call. You're going to have a reaction that ain't even going to be. Ugh. You're going to be on cops. He's had a past life. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then you said you're not here to make his life any harder. He got very hurt through all this. Yeah, because you tripped. What the hell? I just told you the truth. Okay, then I want to make it. My problem is that whenever I think about my wedding day, I keep thinking he's been through this before, and I want it to be as special to him as it is for me. Look, special to us as men is different from special to you as women, okay? Look, our wedding day is not our wedding day. It's your wedding day. It's what you've always dreamed of, how you imagined it to be. A guy never dreams of his wedding day. <laughs> a man dreams of, of the woman of his dreams. You all dream of the man of your dreams, and you have a dream of a wedding day. We don't care what color the gowns is. <laughs> we don't care if you have doves at it, who bringing the ring down the aisle. You don't care if you got monkeys. Lighting the candles. We really don't give a damn. Can we just get this over with, man? I love you, girl, but man, all this here, what color tuxes you wearing Part black? Two, we come back. I don't want you to wear black. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, with uh, part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Let's have it. All right. <laughs> come on over here. <laughs> I want to just say thank you for buying the book and listening, but ma'am, relax. Mm-hmm. You you have everything you need here. You don't don't run the man off by uh, uh, bringing up stuff that ain't even important. Now, you know he didn't. He want to ask you to marry him. He's honest with you. Told you, you used to be married, and have a daughter, but. Every time you think about your wedding day, I keep thinking he's been through this before and I want this to be as special to him as it is to me. Well, it's not. 
<laughs> Ladies, let me, let, me, let me just hip you to something. The day is special to us. It means something to mm-hmm. us, men, but it could never equate to what it means to you. Yeah. It, this, that's not our dream of our wedding today. That's one of your dreams. You want to you dream of the man of your dreams and your wedding day. All we dream about is the woman of our dreams. What's she going to look like? What's she going to give me? What can I get from her? How's she going to do me? How's she going to do it to me? That's all. I'm sorry. I <laughs> hate to break this to about. you. That's all we thinking about. Now, you want to know if, if you, you, are you paranoid? I've asked him if there's anything in his house left of her. Even if it's just a candle that she bought. Oh. He must please get rid of it. He went and did it the same day. Okay, well, is it wasn't a candle or what else you find? Does he have a, 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 a drawer with her drawers in it? <laughs> now, if he has a drawer with her drawers in it, then it. you have a problem. Yeah. You know, or, uh, you know, I don't know what, what you want to throw away. Candles? Is it baby clothes in the house? <laughs> you know, is it a swing set? You know, if you're, look, and, and this you- is when you know your man got a problem. If he come to pick you up and he driving a Winnebago, and it got a swing set on top. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, now you probably need to, need to ask a question. You know, if it's pictures of her and the baby propped up all over the house, then that's a problem. The man to remove the candles. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. How about you know? I don't know what else. Maybe some his and her pajamas. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you found, and you ain't never been in hers before. I don't know what it is you can find in your house, but relax though. Yeah, get yourself together. What did you want? And be to nice say? to the little baby. I just want her to be nice to the baby. She's not. Yeah. Well, you don't think she? You think she's gonna mistreat the baby? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, don't yeah. do that, Madeline. I'm gonna please. tell you right now. This baby right here can't even go over there by the steps. If this helpers <laughs> in the room. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> don't do that. Now that would be awful if she did that. She's not going to act right, because I think because she's 25, I think she has a little bit of a not understanding that people, once they get up in life. a certain age, they're going to have some yeah, history. So just, right. just relax. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your wedding day. Focus on your wedding day and your marriage. His is over with. He he certainly ain't going to bring it up unless you bring it up. <laughs> Please know we will not bring it up unless you bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, uh, we have to go. (laughs) We do. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's letter at mygirlshirley, okay? Switching gears now. Steve, you're always great. You're great at giving advice. Um, How would you handle things when you run into an ex who broke your heart, okay? Should you tell them off? Should you act like it didn't matter? You know, what's the smarter move? And uh, which is more satisfying, would you say? Well... I have run up into an ex. She didn't break my heart. But, and I, she tried to run up into me, but it was mm-hmm. a mailbox in the way. She drove up on the curb. The mailbox. <laughs> she hit the mailbox and I heard the car. <laughs> oh, oh trying to hit you? Yeah, yeah that's, that she was a to kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was an attempted murder. Uh, <laughs> I've, uh, you know, the ones that broke my heart was younger, you know. Uh-huh. Never got over Annette Bibbs. Patricia oh, yeah, Turner, better known as Patricia Riley. Oh, man. That one hurt me, man. Mm-hmm. That hurt me. Prom girl. Couldn't go to prom with her. Her older boyfriend took her in his wow. car. That hurt. That had to hurt, Steve, yeah. Dating this girl for somewhere. 
your old grown man. Oh, old grown man. Yeah. So you know, it's just I had to shake that off just now. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I fell into yeah. it. Kind of hurt. Yeah, you went man. back there. Yeah. Her other night, uh, and that bills, I was able to get her back. She wanted to have coffee one night after show in Cleveland. After she told, oh, this is what mm. she told me. Did, yo, you ain't never heard this before. What? I asked her to go to the junior prom with me uh-huh. in the ninth grade. She told me, I don't want to go nowhere with you because I don't like your facial features. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, what? No. What? I don't know. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. I know my face you just all right with. You don't like none of my facial features. My eyes. I've always had problems with these lips, but I got that. But my nose, my cheeks. None of that. I don't like your facial features. It would kill her to keep that to herself. Yeah, she was keeping it 100 before we even said that. Yeah, yeah. So, so dang, she crushed you, that Steve. That had to hurt, man. Yeah. I don't like your facial features. So I was turning around. I went, oh, what the hell I got to do? Well, I can't do nothing about none of that. Mm. So I'm years back. later, I was performing in Cleveland, Cleveland Convention Center, sold out. Mm-hmm. My daddy was there. Biggie wig. Uh-huh. Sold it out, man. She came up to me after the show. I knew who she was. She still mm-hmm. looked the same. Say, this is Annette. How are you? You remember me? I said, yeah, I remember you. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. I said, you married now? No, I got a divorce. I said, wow, you still looking nice? You know, I go to the gym. I try to eat right. I take care of myself. Great. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, would you, would you like to go out and get a drink? I said, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. How about a tea or something? No, I don't, I don't drink tea. Coffee? I said, no. No, I don't want no coffee. She said, wow, so you, you just can't go out to me? You don't, you don't drink anything? You don't grab a bite to eat? I don't eat. She said, you kidding me? You don't, you don't eat? I said, no, I just don't want you going out with me having to look at my damn facial features all night. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You didn't forget none of that. Yeah, huh? that two at 38. Yep, let I have it right back. Doing that just be by my own ugly yeah. I'm going to eat my morning. Yeah, I'm going to just eat my morning. So. Instead of being, have you wincing while you looking at me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, this is according to a new Aging in America poll. 71% of Americans say they aren't worried or fearful about aging very much or even at all. Now, 49% of those people uh, use positive words like hopeful, relevant, and vibrant to describe the aging process, while the same amount describe it as scary, depressing, and lonely. 62% of Americans say that 80 isn't too old to run a marathon, serve in government, be a CEO of a company, teach a class, or practice yoga. Now, Steve, I got to ask you, are you fearful about aging? I know you talk about it all the time. You want to... Um, uh, you you know you want to reach ninety four one hundred and four. Yeah, you say that, yeah. What's the one thing that concerns you though most about aging? Uh, and what's all, good about all I want to do is stay healthy, which I think I'm going to have is good health. 
Mm-hmm. I just don't want nobody washing me. Because <laughs> the people don't pay attention to the temperature of the washcloth. Watch <laughs> uh, if yeah. you're watching me, it's obviously I can't do it myself. So what I can't be doing all of a sudden, you got this rag too damn hot. And you laid it in the middle of my behind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? I don't want to be doing that. And I feel you, Steve. I'm with you. I know. I know my kids are not gonna take care of me. I'm looking forward to just being in a room stanking. <laughs> oh no! Just, just nasty. Just nasty. <laughs> close the door because your dad is in there stanking. Just close the door. Don't even, don't even go in there. But Jay, you can afford to hire someone, right? I don't think the nurse is gonna show up. I just got out. <laughs> Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's not going to be well for me. I just know it's not. I don't see a happy old age. I don't see it at all. Is your daddy on the phone? Hang it up. Hang up the damn phone. Terrell, your father's calling. Hang the damn phone up. Hang it up. But he wants to talk. Didn't I tell you to hang it up? Oh, God. <laughs> what, what's the good thing? There has to be something good about aging. Now, right now, this is good right now. I can, I got my own money. Uh-huh. See, I've already planted. There would be no money left for them oh. at all. Oh. <laughs> I've worked it out that by the time I die, uh-huh. it's all gone. <laughs> it's going to be all gone. You're yeah. going to leave them nothing, no, Jay? No, 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 <laughs> Why? The reading of the will, they will be shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Steve, what's good? There's got to be something good about aging for Um, you. You know, I'm getting closer to retirement. Uh huh. A day when I don't have to come to work. Looking forward to that. Oh, you can do that now. I uh, (laughs) know. Like, uh, mm um. Do you look at your bank account? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, getting, got her wait to retire? What, what are you talking about? I can't about? leave right now. I can't leave right now. The hell you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to leave and keep living like I'm living the rest of my life. So. Maintain that lifestyle. Are you like mm-hmm. Jay and you're going to spend it all up and you not You think your kids anything? are going to take care of you, Steve? You see that happening? Uh, let me see. Lori would take care of me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brandy gonna be mad at me for some damn reason, probably. Uh, Carly. <laughs> How about Winton? Would he take care of you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Winton would oh, take, yeah. take care of me. Steve would take care of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Lori would take care of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carly would come I... by and see me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let me say, Buddha. being the person yeah. that's at the top of the wheel, I will mm-hmm. be there to take care of you if you need. Because I know yeah. I'm in there. You, you so oh, far. Did he say top of the wheel? Top of the wheel. Top of the wheel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah, because you ain't even in it. So just, you know, <laughs> start to feel disgruntled now. You know what? Plus, I'm not nowhere in the wheel. Because somebody will whoop your ass about, about these pranks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got a better chance, Steve, of your kids taking care of me than my kids. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hey, you know my daddy. <laughs> go in there and get him some soup. <laughs> go in there and get him. Wow. Go get some soup. <laughs> oh, God. But see, you always say you want to get old so you can say 
whatever oh, you want yeah, to say. But you, but you oh. do that now. You yeah. do that now. I tell you what, it was. no, no. Now I send out memos. Ain't gonna be no more damn memos. Whoa, no. You gonna get it dead in your face? Get the hell out my face! <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Man, them people really pissed me off taking that memo and running. <laughs> Doing what? You know, some dude that? on the radio, my son was telling me he got a real deep voice. And he did the whole letter. I would invite everyone into my dressing room. Come on in and have a talk, you know, and praise the Lord together. And he just did the whole letter as how he would do it as a Christian. I wanted to go easy for you to say, Mr. No Damn Body. <laughs> Pretty clever. <laughs> Where is the letter at, dog? Do you have a copy of it? Oh, Your original? The, internet. <laughs> the hell you need a copy of it for? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was written brilliantly. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> a few relatives I gave that letter to, too, huh? Well, one thing about the letter, you don't read the letter and go, well, what are you trying to say? No. <laughs> You're clear. <laughs> You're pretty yeah. blunt, ain't you? Yeah. You're clear. pretty blunt. Yeah. I wonder what he meant by that. <laughs> if you read me, I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah, you, you get a clear understanding. Right? <laughs> well, imagination. I like the fact that you stand by it. I mean, yeah. you know, you yeah. wrote it and you own you it. Don't so. I mean, but you know, sure, you own it. I'm not going to, like, say I'm sorry I wrote the letter because I'm not. The, the, the two mistakes I made was, number one, I wrote the letter. I should have had mm-hmm. an assistant or somebody send it out. Mm-hmm. But I was frustrated. They they were stopping me. If, if people were stopping me to help me, that'd be one thing. But everybody stopped me, got their own agenda. Pe- people don't oh, stop yeah. me to help me. They stop, yeah. they stop me to get help, stuff they want. Now, multiply that by five shows, and I got tired of it. So I mm-hmm. sent a memo out. But the problem is... I don't know words like adhere to, uh, comfort, comforting, uh, you were by trying the to way, set some boundaries. I don't you were know trying that. to set some boundaries, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You needed some softer words. Well, I don't have like, no. When I'm talking, I type like I talk. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah. rough. Yeah. Yes, yes. We know. Therein lies the problem, sir. That's why you shouldn't have said We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go. Uh, Folks, we're going to have a little fun right now because I've just decided to take the fun approach to it. Because to me, a lot of people have taken it so the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So the team wants me to analyze the memo that was sent out (laughs) presumably (laughs) last Mm. week. Shirley, you have the memo? Oh, no. Yeah, and it was actually... This is the memo that's been on the news, TMZ, and everybody. This is the memo people thought I was talking to them. I was talking to eight staff members. (laughs) And this letter was sent out, this memo was sent out August 20th of last year. August 20th, 2016 is when I sent the memo out. Wow. Not last week. Hey, man, can somebody print the truth? It got sent out a year ago at the beginning of the fifth season of the talk show. Because for four years, I tried to be just, you know, Mr. Mr. Friendly with everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But, boy, they started taking advantage of it. So they started ambushing me in the hallway 
coming from the stage, walking to the stage, like Gary Owens said, you can't be in Mayweather's locker room when he getting ready to go out and fight. Because oh, he finna go out here to take care of business. Yeah, yeah. So this you, you can't be in in uh, uh, Irwin and Fire dressing room asking for pictures and autographs, and they finna go perform. It right. takes you out so, the zone. Yeah, right. you gotta be Here we go. Yeah. So it got written over a year, almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I could tell people how the new policy was going to be. Because after a year of laughing about it with everybody, you know, I just went, okay, hey, look, man, okay, I'm going to just come up with this new rule. Now, the letter was sent to Feeder by a disgruntled employee who found out that he was not going to the TV show in L.A. because my talk show is moving. Now, he didn't set on this since August. Hmm. He slash she. Okay. I set on this since August. <laughs> you know who it is? Yeah, I know. Okay. Oh. Let's read okay. it. Well, let's read. get to exactly it. Yeah. Because we're, yeah. we're, we're going to help you. Your guys want to help you, Steve, with Dissect this. Dissect the yes, letter. Yes. Maybe. Break it down. All right, let's you go. said it this yeah, way. Had you said this. Good morning, everyone. Oh. Welcome back. That's the best part yeah, of the letter. Outstanding. Right <laughs> <there. It's> <laughs> that is the welcome best back. part. I would Thank change you. that. letting them know. New season. Welcome back. Go I ahead. would change that. I would change that, Steve. Yeah. Hey, how y'all to doing? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> all right, here it's we go. A friendlier. Yeah. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. Number one. Mm, what? You, Tommy, oh. you got something, Tommy? Yeah, let's no, go back. go ahead. I'd like you. Yeah. Huh? You don't really... You don't really use the word adhere. I don't even know how I was trying to be white now, leave it alone. I knew you had an issue with that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Number one. Excuse me. Are you going to take this criticism well, Steve? No, he's not. He's mad already. Go ahead. He's mad already. Number one, there will be no meetings in my dressing room. I like right there, you put Lemon Holla at you for a minute. Okay. See, whenever you put lemon holla at you, uh-huh. you can pretty much say anything. Anything, yeah. okay. All right. Hey, like how that. y'all doing? There'll be lemon no meetings in my dress room because mm-hmm. what people would do was I would come off stage uh-huh. and people would be sitting in my dress room at my meeting table. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. Number two. But you two. have a meeting table in your dressing in your- room for <laughs> meetings. No, it's That's for meetings that I yeah. designate. Yeah, but see, but- I wouldn't designate them. <laughs> They would just come in my dress room while I was out performing. I've seen Walk that in table, it. you're right. And then boom, let's go. Okay, let me say, no you're not going to be able to justify table. Big every ass line. Table. Okay. Well, every line, I got a reason for writing it. Go ahead. Okay, number two, no stopping by or popping in. No one. Keep it moving. Keep no. it moving. <laughs> See, there's a better way to do this. Uh, I get please, please, uh, uh, Ask for a meeting, just don't stop. But there's a way of rewording they this. They don't. It, it all don't that's in the letter. All that's in the letter. <laughs> well, I just think <laughs> don't stop sure. by, don't pop in. We should have dropped sure. the, no the, the no He's one. You put the no one. No one defensive. All right, number three. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Stand by that. But but, but can't you write way. that better though? You How? How am I supposed to write it? 
You could say, please respect my space, my work area when I'm finished yeah. taping the show. I said all that in the letter. Y'all ain't got to it. Better way. Better way. All right, number four. If I need you, I'll call you. Yeah. Number. Okay, here's one. Here's one. Uh, do not open my dressing room door. And this is in all caps, so that means you're yelling in yeah, print. Yeah. If you open my door, comma, expect to be removed. See, that's mm. a fight. Mm. That's starting mm. a fight right there. Mm. Yeah. There's so no, come on yeah. in here if that's what you want. We got a okay, hmm from Jay you, on that one, How would you change Steve? that, Tommy? How would you change that? If you open uh, do this not door. open my dressing room door. Please do not open my dressing room door. Oh. I think it's very disrespectful. Yeah. Um, if I, you open my door, then um, uh, we will have to handle this in an orderly fashion. Why do you I, have yeah. to tell adults that it's rude to open a door that they don't live in? Because yeah. how would you like if somebody be- just yeah. opened your door at your house or came to your room while you was in your room and they was visiting the house and just opened your door? You wouldn't like it either. Why do I, I have it. to be so kind to people when they've obviously because taken advantage of Because you're a CEO. Next oh, line. CEO. Yeah. Can I, can I just make a suggestion uh, right here? Yeah, you can, but yes. G- gently knock if you like a gently like gently like yeah gently yeah. knock yeah. alright <laughs> number five my security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me I want all the ambushing to stop now that includes TV staff well, they just wow. Now you done brought security in moving. Wow. We back to fighting again. <laughs> I'm going to just have to say at my door. Some of this is just hard Stop to change. Come on. <laughs> next, this is going to be a two-parter. Uh, number six, you will. You must schedule an appointment. Ooh. Uh, I, I don't know how taking... and when. How are you going to do it? <laughs> you can't talk to nobody. Because I have assistants. I have people in place. Y'all over, y'all overstepping these people. Y'all want to get right to me because I'm a nice guy. I've been out there telling jokes, and I'm congenial to people. Part two of this when we come. Yeah. Dwayne congenial. And it ain't going to go like you think. That's why it was leaked. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we're doing a second half of this letter. That was uh, by a disgruntled staff member who found out that they didn't have a job in L.A. So now I'm going to put this out as something negative. I would like to first of all say that the letter was printed August 16th of last year. August 20th, 2016. Mm -hmm. I would like to say that. It's been on our staff books for a whole year. We've even laughed about the letter a couple of times amongst the staff. But this Mm -hmm. disgruntled person going to send it out like he just sent it out yesterday. He don't want us talking to him. Man, get out of here. Go ahead, Shirley. Okay. Second half. All right, second half. Uh, let's see. Number six, you must schedule an appointment. Hmm. I've hmm. been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now, all caps. Ain't going to be no more? <laughs> it's well, not no. the grammar. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's you know, you sound like caps. Samuel Jackson with snakes on a plane. No <laughs> more. You sound like that. <laughs> You're aggressive, man. You, you gotta only quit this. Saw snakes on the plane. Everybody I saw, saw snakes on the plane. plane. That's a fine Everybody piece saw. of cinnamon. Tommy is absolutely right. A fine piece of cinnamon. Do not approach me mm. while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. So now, oh, guess what? Variety what? magazine, who has been friends of mine all these years, 
Mm-hmm. Their headline in Variety magazine was Variety. Steve Harvey says, "Don't approach me." Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. "Don't That's approach what you said. me." But I said, "Don't approach me while I'm in the makeup chair." Okay. Because well, what happened was second. my makeup yeah. chair was in another room in my dress room. So when people claim to knock, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. hear because I'm in the makeup chair. They would come into my dressing room and just appear in the makeup room door. Now I'm stuck there with the person. I'm in the chair getting made up for TV. Mm-hmm. Now imagine this. This four, five times a week that I'm in that makeup chair. Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve, so now here they yeah. are in here. So hey, do yeah. not. the reason I got to be specific about the makeup chair is in case you get past the security in the hallway. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Steve, I think a better way to go with is to As a matter of fact, try. I'm feeling better and better about it as you read Yeah. <laughs> a good way to go, Steve, is to go with music. Like you have certain songs that would uh-huh. say, Stop in the name uh-huh. of love. Don't stand too close to I didn't me. want to produce the letter like that. I just wanted to <laughs> talk. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number eight, either knock or use the doorbell. Yeah. That's See it. all that. Uh, how you gonna get that? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Check this out. The and you can ask Monica. <laughs> the beginning of this season, I put a doorbell on too, in case I can't hear the knock. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying. But to you stop got security standing in front of you. I have a better way. Go to ahead, Shirley. I, Steve, can I just please just say Man, what ain't would help? Listening to you. Just let me say. You don't want nobody to help Steve, you. Steve, I don't want your help. What's the attitude? I'm cool with the letter. Come here, Steve. I guess. That's to help you. That's why the letter was leaked. Your attitude, Mister. I have a great suggestion, Steve. Come on, you're gonna love this. The phrase. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Address me like how, Jay. (laughs) Number nine. I am seeking more free time for me throughout the day. Really? I don't know how that's selfish, but see. Tommy, I mean, really, you again, once again, Tommy, you got one damn job. I have few things I'm doing. So now, if you couple that on six shows, including the radio show, I don't have time for me at all. Then why don't we do this, Uncle Steve? Why you can't say, my time is very limited. When I have free time, when I have free time, I'd like to enjoy it in opposed to being. Uh, uh, bombarded. About I love it. I've Let said it. that in this letter, but see, what y'all don't know is I've jokingly tried to play with people about it all year long. Sure. Just try to buy some time. Ain't nobody listening. Here come a point blank in your face letter. I, I really, okay. now that y'all have read the letter, damn it, I like the letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, you know, sit up here and go over the memo. <laughs> You got the same attitude yeah, from when you wrote the memo. Ahead. Right now, we everything I wrote is sounding help. better yeah. and better and better. It, it, it really does. Help. It really yeah, does. To me, help. it does now. Yeah. Now, Steve, you just don't see how this letter sounds harsh. You don't see that at all. I see that the majority of people reading this letter thinking it's uh-huh. harsh, uh-huh. I think they don't sign the front of checks. <laughs> what is that? That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, dude. Boy. Yeah, dude. Steve, See, I thought, Steve, you, I really again, thought you were so Tommy, much smarter than You ain't got these many jobs. You don't do nothing. But I thought <laughs> you were smarter than this. You, you just, but you just add them one at a time. Well, I ain't. <laughs> you're just at the jobs one at a time, Steve. Yeah, you're not at them all, all at, at one time. All at the same time. time. Excuse and you know me? what? He's at one job thinking about the other job, and it just upsets Excuse him. Excuse oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 
Just yeah. last week, I shot Little Big Shots, Forever mm-hmm. Young, Family Feud, and the talk show and the radio show. Excuse me. That's not a true statement. Know your facts. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> is he Number mad 10. about it? But Steve, no, no, yeah, he's he's mad your job. Yeah. 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 You you. He's mad at us because he's got the job. Yeah. 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 All right, number 10. <laughs> and this is pretty big. This is a good one here. I'm sure you, this is pretty big, guys. He about to go Do off, not, go, go. yeah. Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. Yeah. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. Oh, there's a please. Yeah, there's please. a please. A, okay. I'm trying. Please no, make right. an appointment. I promise you, uh-oh, I will not entertain you in the hallway. And this is huge. Do not attempt to walk with me. And talk. Because okay. I can't. Like they do in law and so order. So can't walk with you? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they do in law and order where they walk and talk? Yeah. yeah. See, want pe- people want to walk next mm-hmm. to you and talk. And here the part y'all leaving well, out. Everybody that stopped me, nobody stopped me to help me. Miss Harvey, uh-huh. can I care that for you? Miss Harvey, do you need something to drink? Miss Harvey, you need some water? Miss Harvey, you want anything? No, no. Everybody got an agenda. Okay, Take pictures with my aunt came to the show. Hey, can you look <laughs> at my tape? Hey, can you take a look at this script? Do you know Denzel? Will he look in my head shot? Can you tell Kevin Hart how funny I am? I got a tape right here. Can you listen to my song? Can I get on your radio show? Can you read my book? Can y'all get on my show for your book? Everybody what got their own agenda. And this is every day. I understand. This what is you're every yeah. single this is every day. day. I kind of see what you're saying. I kind of see. That. Okay. Well, hold on, uh, Jay. Hold on, Jay. Uh, ain't nobody yes. finna ask you can they care or something for you. You ain't caring nothing but your ass around the corner to the, to your studio. <laughs> you ain't got nothing in your hands. What are you talking you see, about? See, the person that's talking is a man that don't have nothing. <laughs> okay, let me finish the letter. If you're reading I got, this, I got constructive criticism. If you're reading this, uh-huh. yes, I mean you. you. Mm-hmm. Right there. Right. And then it says, "What? What, Tommy? Right there? What?" No, no, no. Keep going, sir. Keep going. Everyone, see, do see, not take be, offense. Now, the reason I said, if you're reading this, this means uh-huh. you, is uh-huh. because people will go, "Well, I haven't done any of that this year." Well, okay. In case you want to, this is you. And, what you and got the last, next, Shirley? The last line, everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. See, there's this selfish thing there, again. Thank you all, Steve Hart. How, how the hell that's selfish? <laughs> I just <laughs> said don't take offense to the letter. <laughs> and that's the very same thing y'all did. I don't give a damn. Miss me. We, <laughs> we can't help you, man. Miss we'll be me. Back to close out <laughs> the show. <laughs> you can Monique me. All right, y'all. We, we here. All right, mm, so thank y'all. that was very good. Steve. Yeah, yeah, can, you were very, very good, good, man. Can we finally put this letter to rest now? This I memo? mean, now I, we're if done. They want to, but you know yeah, what? I mean, like, it was uh, somebody asked out. me, "Do you feel sorry that you wrote such a memo?" I said, "No, I don't." I said, "Man, everybody looking at it from their standpoint. Mm-hmm. I didn't write the letter to y'all." I wrote the the letter to some people who were being rude and abusive to me of my time. I didn't write the letter to y'all. I didn't tell tell nobody out there that's on Twitter and Facebook, you can't approach me or talk to me. I'm talking about when I'm in my work atmosphere, how I want to be respected. Because here's the deal. You cannot walk up to Oprah like that. You cannot walk up to Dr. Phil like that. You cannot walk up to Ellen like that. You can't walk up to Dr. Oz like that. They have an insulation built around them. 
That's the one thing I've never done. I've had Boomerang as security, and I got security guy in the hall. But, man, when people come to me, I say, hey, hey, man, don't do that to him, man. Let him through. And all of that just became a bit much because now that they know that Steve going to stop his security from talking to us, people just start taking advantage of it. I'm cool with the letter. I felt really, really good about it. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I like the fact that you're owning it. Yeah. You wrote it. No, I have to. Own it. Oh, wait, yeah. can I tell you something right here? Yeah. Coca-Cola in Atlanta, week mm-hmm. before last, laid off 1,200 people. Wow. Ain't nobody wrote a damn note to Coca-Cola. 1,200 mm-hmm. people laid off. I didn't know off. that. No. Now they did it just as nice. And guess what? Them people know that's how their job go. Guess mm-hmm. what? They took their little thing, hope, hope they give them a recommendation, went on about their business. President Trump fired all of the legal staff from the Obama administration. Remember that letter he sent out? Y'all fired today. Mm-hmm. Normally they say they do it another way. He fired them, told them don't come back. It's some people that didn't, didn't get invited to the new show, but it's a new owner of the show. Mm-hmm. It's new people financially back in the show. They want to go to move it to L.A. And the day after I found out that the show definitely was moving to L.A., the president of Indemol came up and announced to everybody on our show in, in Chicago that we're moving. I, I don't have the power to move a show. Y'all keep giving me power I don't have. Because, number one, I don't put up the $38 million per year that it takes to put the show on. I don't put that up. Mm-hmm. $38 million. And we know Monique can't approach Oprah. We know that. We know. <laughs> what are bringing her up for? <laughs> or Lee Daniels. Or Lee Daniels. Or Tyler. Or Tyler. <laughs> None of the above. I don't think she can go see a Madea movie. <laughs> <laughs> you better approach a ticket box. A ticket booth. Yeah, these two situations are completely yeah, well, just, different. You know, <laughs> parallel. Completely. No, they're not parallel at all. <laughs> Send one of these letters to the radio <laughs> show and see how that go for you. Send one out to us and see how it go for you. It ain't going to go like the TV show. I'll tell you that. Well, you know what, though? People people did think that um, you, we let, were fired, yeah, yeah. you let everyone go. TV, My radio. My called me and told yeah. me I was fired. Here, told called until a uh, junior called me and said, uh, yeah, the "Junior got started. <laughs> you all right with you know with not having a job uh-huh. now?" Like, I said, "What?" They're like, "Damn, you just got over there." Yeah. <laughs> okay, mortgages due today. What? I just be looking at people. Yeah. But the crazy part about it, Shirley, I told my dad, I "said Dad, we not fired if they." He said, "Yes, it is." I said, "Okay, you talking to me? Who yeah. got to go to work?" Yeah. But you know what I've had to learn though, and this is true talk. I have to now do the game like the big boys do it. I can't sit up here and play regular small, small Joe, old, come on up, we'll holler at your boy, Steve. Now I'm going to have to just do it like the big boys do it now. I learned a very, very valuable lesson. So I've learned behind every moment of adversity there's a lesson and a blessing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I learned my lesson on this one right here. No, you man, you, could, you better keep sending that one out. Because this is the last one. You Frame this TV. one. Frame this one. <laughs> yeah, all the Texas. I've been firing off and stuff like that. You uh-huh. won't do it anymore? No more. Nah. No more. It's mm-hmm. okay. I'm going to have my rules in place, but won't nobody know about it. But, Steve, honestly, good. though, I think, though, honestly, you should have a security staff. I mean, you know, a, yeah. a, a major one. You oh. used to, but you're so big right now. I mean, And that's really, what I'm going to do. In you, L.A.? Yeah. Star. Yeah. Major security staff. Just like yeah. I had to put security outside my house. I'm from now on when I go to work, I'm gonna have major security staff. 
I'm going to have an insulation team. Oprah told me. She told me, but I ain't listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oprah, I ain't that big yet, girl. Don't worry about yeah. all that. Steve, yeah. Steve, you're going to need to insulate yourself better. You have too much exposure. Yeah. I said, but, oh, She's I don't right. do it like you. I'm just, you know, I tell these jokes. I'm in the happy business. She said, Steve, it's not about that. She said, you can be as well intending as you want. She said, but it's just too, devil got too many imps out here that work for him. And all they looking for is a way to bring you down and be negative. Because some people think if they bring you down, it'll somehow make them be a little bit more up. Mm-hmm. It's not true, but that's how they think. Mm-hmm. And saying, then you just got haters. He said, everybody yeah. got them. You, she told me. I ain't listened to her. She told me. Mm-hmm. So I eat this one. My bad. Have, you, have you spoken to her since the memo leaked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't what, tell you what, what she said, though. You. He ain't leaking was, nothing. So you don't use paper and pen. I mean, you ain't writing them a memo. But you will start cussing people out in their ear. You gonna start doing that? Oh, very soft. <laughs> very oh, soft. some people go. <laughs> Anna, and Anna found out who sent the letter to the newspaper. Well, the most important thing is that you got the lesson out of this. That's yeah. the most important thing in anything that you go through. I Get did. the lesson. And, yeah. and where I am now, I just have to play the game like the big boys play it. I didn't want to because I like being folksy and hollering at folks and joking and playing yeah. with people. But you joke and play with people now. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man. It can backfire. No, mm-hmm. no it, it, yeah. it will backfire yep. because somebody going to be hateful. The world is full of haters. And now every small-minded person got a little... Got a little message. It's called a typewriter. Cool. Ain't going to let you type nothing else on me. God bless you. Have a great day. Keep on typing. Man. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight. 